Greetings, my UECP family. Uh, starting this week and next week, we'll be having a family series. Okay, I'll be speaking the uh, session one for this Sunday. And next Sunday, our very handsome uh, Pastor Benson Tolentino will uh, finish the series on family. Uh, we have decided to um, talk about family every year because we know, you know that um, we need to really put emphasis on raising our children in the right way and also in helping the parents understand you know, what is our role in a family. So today, the title of my message is How to Raise Up Children Today. Right? How to Raise Up Children Today. And our text will be in Proverbs 22, verse 6. Okay, Proverbs 22, verse 6. As we all know, uh, we're also happy because uh, Olympics no, has just finished a couple of weeks ago. And everyone in the Philippines no, is so happy that we were able to win our first Olympic gold medal. No? And how hard was it to win that medal? Actually, it took us more than 90 years to win our first gold medal. So, but, you know, believe ako sa mga athletes, they keep on trying, no? they keep on doing it. And there's no secret. The key word for really for uh, Hidelin Diaz and the other uh, boxers who won was actually they trained. No? The key word is training. No? They kept on training and training and training. And we all know to become good at something, okay, to become good at something, we need training. Diba? How do you become a doctor? You need training. Diba? How do you become an architect? You need training. How about an engineer? Training. No? How do you become a good driver? Training pa rin. Everything, you know, if you want to become good at anything, you need proper training. Everyone needs training. No one starts fantastic. No, wala hidden dias paglabas niya. Hindi naman oh, boxer na to. Wala namang ganyan eh. Diba? But when Hidelin Diaz came out, okay, she was just a baby, just like all of us. But she put all her heart in her training and she was able to win the first gold medal. So today, let's look at Proverbs 22 verse 6. It says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. This is our verse today. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And this is a very important um, for us to remember that this proverb okay, is a principle. Not a promise. Remember, it's a principle, not a promise. What do I mean? It means a parent cannot override a child's will. You can do everything right as a parent. And your child can still rebel against God. But it's also no secret, if you want your child to walk in the way of God, you have to train your child according to God's ways. So the phrase, train up, actually implies putting something in the mouth to be tasted. 
It means literally, you touch your palate. Try mo, touch mo. Ah. If you touch your palate, anong gagawin mo? You will swallow. Okay? It makes you swallow if you touch your palate. Ulitin mo, touch mo ulit. Mm. Diba? You will swallow. Diba? In other words, parents, you need to create a hunger and thirst in your children for the Word of God. You cannot force feed. Have you ever tried to force feed your child? Diba? Diba? Minsan yung anak lang, pinipilit mo. Diba? Mm, 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 ano? Masusuka yan. No? He will vomit. But you have to make it a way that diba? pag swallow, it's, it's just uh, normal. Okay? And that's like training up a child. You have to make the Bible in such a way that it is relevant, it is not being force-fed into the life of a child. So the first question is how to be a parent. How to be a parent? You see, parenting is a never-ending journey. Sometimes you think, yes, I got it. No, I understand how to raise up a child. But sometimes you doubt yourself as a parent. Okay, I've, I've gone through many roller coasters as a parent. No, kami ng wife ko because it's hard work. No, I just want to tell all the parents, it's hard work. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor, you're a doctor, you're an architect, you're a janitor, you're a teacher. Parenting is a, it's a level playing field. No one's a master in parenting. Why? Why? Because we cannot really control our children and you know, all we can do is train them up, guide them. That's all we can do. Okay? So before we can train our child, parents need training also. So to all the parents, actually we have a big responsibility. Our parenting must reflect our Christian faith. Kailangan nag-reflect yung Christian faith natin. We have the power in our hands to build our children up or tear them down. Have you ever heard of the story about the old wise man and the young boy and the little sparrow? In this story, the young boy was holding a sparrow in his hand. Okay? He wanted to trick his he wanted to trick this old wise young uh, old wise man. So his plan is to ask the old wise man, you know? He would ask him, uh, Angkong, What am I holding in my hand? Okay? And is this uh, thing in my hand is it alive or dead? So the old man already knew that trick. So he said to the young boy, I know that in your hand is a sparrow, but also in your hand you have the power to kill it or to let it go. The old man knew. You know? And alam mo, as parents, we are like that young boy. We have a big responsibility. We have the power to build our child or to tear them down. If you think about it, now we can build them up, okay, encourage them, guide them, but we can also tear them down when we keep on insulting them. Now, verbal abuse, okay, and we always compare them to other children. We can easily tear them down. So the principle to all the parents today is when your child is very young, hold them tightly. Okay, so that they won't fly away and they won't lose their way. But as they grow older and more mature, we have to lighten our grip 
eventually let them go so that they could grow and also become mature and make a difference in the world. You see, raising up kids is a thankless job. Diba? It's tiring. It has no applause. Sometimes it's painful, but also at times it's joyful. It's filled with laughter, love. It's all rolled into one, but at the end, it will always be worth it because being a parent is priceless. My point is, parenting is a big responsibility and it must reflect our Christian faith. In order for parenting to reflect our Christian faith, we must do these three things. Number one, parents, we need to be saturated in the Word so that our decisions can be filtered by the Word. You see, if we parents are not in the Word, if we're not reading our Bible, then the way we train our children will just be based on what we feel is right or what we have experienced from our parents or what we have heard from our office mates. But if we are saturated in the Word, in the Bible, then the training that we will give our children will be based on the truth. And that is the Word of God. So it is of vital importance as parents, right, to all the parents, that we are spending time with God every day. Why? Because it says in Psalm 119 verse 105, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The verse embodies the wisdom we gain from reading God's word. It will lead to a victorious Christian life. Second, parents need to know that life is about God and His mission. Ganito yan. Our life, okay, our life must not be at the center. But God's kingdom, God's mission must be at the center of our life. So how do you know who is at the center of your life? How do you know? Actually, it's very easy. You ask yourself this question, where do I spend most of my time? What preoccupies uh, my mind throughout the day? So, kung ano yung Uh, kung whatever preoccupies your mind, whatever you spend most of your time in, most probably, that is what is at the center of your life. A heart that is centered on God's kingdom and God's agenda is one that lives out a Christ-like life 24-7 in all areas of one's life. Third, parents need to pray for their children. This is really um, something that I really want to um, share to all of us. We need to pray for our children. Praying for them is entrusting um, our child to God. You see, we need to pray for them and ask God to take care of our children because we know that we are not in control of the future decisions of our child. And all we can do is cover our children in prayer. 
Because in raising kids, there is so much uncertainty today, so much that is not in our control. And sometimes, no matter what we do, things happen beyond our control. That is why, as parents, we need to pray for our children. Second question. If we all know that the goal of training our children is for them to love God, follow God, the next question is, how do we train our children? How do we raise our kids today? So remember the young boy with the sparrow in his hand? As parents, we have the power. So while they are young, hold your child tightly. Train them while they are young. And to train them is to put uh, discipline, no? boundaries, obedience, consistency. Those are key words that I have personally learned you know, in my uh, 17 years of parenting. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm speaking uh, this with a lot of humility, not because these are my strong suits as a pastor or as a father, but actually, these are all my weak points. No, I'm not good in disciplining, putting boundaries, putting, uh, being consistent with rules. Because I always tell my wife, I grew up in an environment no, in my childhood years um, that I can do anything no, as long as I study. Okay? But I realize that these are things that are needed. We need to train them while they are young. So in Proverbs 22, verse 6, it says, Train up a child in a way. You know? The word way, W-A-Y, implies like um, a bend in a branch or a bow or a river. You can bend a branch when it's tender and a bow when it's green. You can change the bend in a river when it trickles into a stream. But when the branch is hard, the bow is sturdy, and the river is broad and raging, it's too late. Their shape and course are already set. It means while they are young, while our children are young, we should bend them according to God's ways. Because when they get old, it will be harder and harder and harder to bend them. So discipline them while they are young. Now, discipline is not about hurting them. Okay? It's about teaching them the responsible behavior and self-control. Again, discipline is not about hurting them. It's about teaching them the responsible behavior and self-control. And in addition to giving punishment, okay, when necessary, we need to set limits for our children. Because without limits, without boundaries, our children will feel unloved and rejected. So we need to set boundaries. Second, train them in the Word and prepare them for the world. Train them in the Word and prepare them for the world. You see, we need to balance it out. We need to train them in Scripture but also we have to expose them to the world that they will live in. We can't always be protecting them or shielding them. Now, what does training them in the Word means? 
Again, I already said a while ago, training them implies putting something in your mouth to be tasted. So try touching your tongue once again. Okay? And once you touch, you'll swallow. Okay? In the same way, we need to train our child by creating a hunger and a thirst for the things of God. You can't force it down their throats. So the best way to train our child is to point them to the Bible and to show it in our life. We can't live a double life. We can't say one thing and do another thing. Okay? We can't say, you know, um, I'm doing this, but don't follow me. Now, of course. They'll say, Dad, why? Diba? So as we train them in God's Word, may they learn about what? Uh, learn about love, learn about doing good, and also becoming givers. You see, our parenting must reflect our Christian faith. So train them to what? Love your neighbor as yourself. No? Um, you see, you teach them to love others and not to be self-centered. You train uh, your kids to love others deeply as Christ loved us. What does it mean? It means to build real friendships, to have genuine friends that you care for. We live in a world today that actually promotes a lot of what? Self-centeredness, about thinking of yourself first. So when we see today, when one person you know, uh, gives generously, or if one person, like in a Jollibee, may, an old man comes in without money and one person gives him food and someone takes a picture, it becomes so sensationalized. Why? Because today nga, we live in such a self-centered time where a simple act of kindness can become, wow, it's such a big thing. But actually, it should be a normal thing for us to show love to our neighbors. My friends, train your child also to do to others as you want others to do unto you. Train your child that no matter what happens, choose to do good. Train them that goodness matters. No matter what we see in the world today, being good and being kind matters a lot. Train your child to give to the needy. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his deed. Show them what it means to give sacrificially. Expose them by supporting missionaries. Expose them by sharing their toys to orphanages. There are many ways, no? And also, prepare them for the world. No? Um, you have to teach them life skills. What are life skills? Uh, going to the grocery, no? operating the washing machine, uh, paying rent, uh, paying water bills, electricity bills, driving, taking a jeep, bus, LR, buying your own clothes, applying for a job. Train them. Don't do everything for them. Don't baby them, even if they are your baby. Okay? Why do I say that? Kasi ako, binaby din ako ng mami ko. My mommy babied me. Okay? But, when my parents migrated to another country, I was suddenly alone in the Philippines. And I realized, 
I was not prepared. But I had no choice. I had to learn to buy grocery. I learned to write my first check. I learned to pay bills. I learned to budget. But thank God for church friends. Diba? I'll tell you a story that I don't tell often because it's uh, not a story that I like to share to others. No, my first time to operate my washing machine when my, pa- when my parents migrated to the um, States was, I said, it's easy. No, you just throw everything in the washing machine, diba? put some powder, time it, you know? And I said, okay, that's all right. Then I went to work. Nag-work na ako. I went to work. You know, I, I was a, a salesman back then. So I went to work. Then when I came home, voila! I opened my washing machine. Whew! It stink. No, it stink. I thought I destroyed my washing machine. Yeah. I thought, what happened? No, why is it like that? My friends, let your children experience failure. Okay? I was not prepared, but I survived. You see? What's my point? Your kids will survive. Okay? Look at me. I survived. But still, train your child. Train your child. Trust your kids. Have faith in them. Trust your kids. Okay? If you have trained them well, you have raised them up when they're already 18, 19, 20, 21, let them make their own mistakes. Let them experience failure. Do not baby your children. Everyone makes mistakes. I have made countless mistakes. And up to now, I make mistakes. But the important thing is we learn from them and continue on. Second, a third, train them by finding teachable moments. Okay? Uh, in Deuteronomy 6, verse 7 to 9, it says, You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way. And when you lie down and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on the gates. When I read this verse, um, what comes into my mind is as parents, okay, to find teachable moments, you have to be creative. Okay? Uh, different folks, different strokes. What do I mean? Uh, I have four boys, uh, different temperaments, different quirks, no? all different. Okay, so I told my wife, alam mo, we can't just parang across the board discipline them all the same same way. We have to tweak it a little from from the first to the second to the third to the fourth. Now tweak it a little, okay? The general principle we want to teach them about loving others, uh, giving to the needy, being kind, doing good. Of course, those are principles we want to teach them. But some of the other discipline factors, you have to tweak it, no? Uh, because different kids, okay, different quirks, different quirks. Okay? We need to know the temperament and the personality 
of our children. We need to find teachable moments as stated in this passage. It can't always be a classroom style where the father is the only one talking and no one else can talk. Parents, we have to be diligent. Meaning, what is diligent? Meaning we have to be careful. We have to be thorough. We have to be hardworking in teaching our child. We have to be patient with them. We have to find the right time and the right moment. Whether we're sitting down at the couch, we're having dinner, we're just laying in bed. Okay. Alam mo, when we and my kids, we, um, I used to sleep with my two uh, oldest boys in the same room. And before we sleep, we close the lights. And a lot of times, it's during those times that we're laying down, they start to tell stories. They start to tell about what they're doing. And sometimes we laugh so much. You know, the, the superintendent will come in the room. Uh, that's my wife. And when she comes into the room, everyone plays dead. You know, everyone plays dead. Okay? But that's what I mean. You have to find creative ways to connect with your children. Okay? Find teachable moments is being intentional. So be creative. As your kids grow up, we have to be intentional to make ways where we can spend time together, eat together, and play together. Lastly, finding creative ways also means you have to show your children that you love them. Okay? Uh, surprise them. Do something different. So let's summarize. How to raise your kids today? Uh, parents must uh, reflect our Christian faith. Um, we have to train them while they are young, train them in the Word, and prepare them for the world, and train them by finding teachable moments. Lastly, the question that I know some parents would be asking is, what if our children don't turn out right? What do we do if our children choose not to follow God when they grow up? Well, um, my sincere answer is never give up on your children. Never give up on them because God never gave up on us. You know? And it means hold on to God. It means hope in God. It means don't lose hope. Okay, that's what I mean when I say never give up. No matter how much pain okay, our children have caused us, we have to continue to cover them in prayer. And this is what it means to never give up. At the same time, never give up naman, doesn't mean you will tolerate your children's sin. Okay? But never give up means we must make a stand and let our children learn to face the consequences of their actions. So some would ask, how can you hope when it seems hopeless, when it seems so dark? Uh, I'd like to share the story of uh, Monica okay, and Augustine. Okay? Monica is the mom of St. Augustine. You see, uh, Augustine, when he was a young man, he lived a life of immorality, most notably that of lust and impurity. 
before converting to his Catholic uh, Catholicism. But throughout those years, Monica, you know, uh, the mom of Augustine, never gave up on her son. So for 17 years, she prayed and prayed and never gave up. Augustine rejected her mom on many times, but you know, the mom continued to love, nurture, and pray for her son throughout her wayward time. My friends, to all the parents, to all the children, I just want to um, share this to you. The greatest pain in our life can turn out to be the greatest blessing. The greatest pain in our life can turn out to be the greatest blessing. So don't give up on your children. Cover them in prayer. Okay? And continue to hope in God. Continue to hope in God. My brothers and sisters, uh, there's no fireproof way of raising a kid that will not depart from God. But that shouldn't stop us from training our child in the Word so that they can be prepared for the world. So our parenting must reflect our Christian faith, train them to be godly and not uh, gold, goldy. Okay? We never give up because Christ never gave up on us. Therefore, let us define success not on medals of honor, but on crowns of glory. Our verse for today, Proverbs 22, verse 6, Train up a child in a way that he should go, and when he is old, he would not depart from it. I'd like to close with a, with a um, story. Okay. Uh, I started no, most, no, all of the things for parents. I'd also like to end uh, something for the children. Once there was an 80-year-old uh, father, okay, and he had a 45-year-old, highly educated, successful son. So one day, uh, they were out uh, in the porch, no, and the 80-year-old the father asked his son, what is that on the window? And the 45-year-old son said, Dad, that's a bird. Then later, after a few minutes, the eight-year-old dad asked again, Son, what is that on the window? So the son, a little bit irritated, said, Dad, that's a bird. The third time the father asked, What is that on a window? The son said, Dad, that's a bird. And on the fourth time, the dad asked again, Son, what is that on the window? The son shouted, Dad, don't you know that is a bird? The eight-year-old father went into the house, got his diary, came out, opened it to a page, and gave it to his son. And he said to his son, Can you read it? 
And on that diary, on that day, the, the son, uh, he read, Today, I'm with my three-year-old son, whom I love. My son asked me today, 23 times, Dad, what is that on the window? I answered him 23 times with a hug and with my love. And I answered my son, That's a bird. That's a bird. That's a bird. That's a bird. So to all the highly successful children today, love and respect your parents. Treat them with dignity and honor that they deserve. May God bless us all. Have a nice Sunday.